0: The NASCAR Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $100 at WinBet and get a $100 free bet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-I-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. We're also brought to you by the SGP and Merch Store. Use the promo code NFCBEAST for 15% off active until the Eagles or the Giants lose their next game. Wonder who came up with that. DRIVERS START YOUR ENGINES! Strap
1: in and pull those belts up tight as the Sports Gambling Podcast Network presents
0: And Cody Zeeb. It is the NASCAR Gambling Podcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. As the man said, he is Cody Zeeb, and I, of course, am Rod Gomez. We are here, of course, to give you our favorite DFS plays. For the Dixie Vodka Four Hundred NASCAR race at the Homestead Miami Speedway, Cody, I would like you to take a a ticker here and count how many times I flip this around in the in the thing and say Miami Homestead because uh, <laughs> I tend to do that now. But uh, yeah, buddy, we're we're in Miami. V uh Benvido's a Miami, ah whatever. Why don't you jump in and save me earlier, man? uh you know we're taking our
1: talents to south beach that's uh that's that's how i what i always think of when i think of miami (laughs) we're gonna win not one not two not three not four bets this weekend you know more than that whatever lebron said
0: well uh, hopefully you win not one not two not three not four but all of your dfs lineups and that is of course why we are here today to break down some lineups uh like we said if you don't i mean i mean I know that not everybody listens to the gambling show and that's fine. I highly encourage you do. Uh, but, you know, of course, not everybody
1: likes free money Rod. It, you know, I don't know what to tell you.
0: Well, not everybody can bet in their state either. So I guess I got to yeah, that too. True. So, but it's you still can, fun. Yeah, but we still
1: got some good points and you can use a lot of that stuff in the betting advice. So a lot of it translates right over to, you know, from the gambling side to the to the DFS side to the fantasy side of things as well. I know a few guys were talking about today guys that we have bets on as well, so uh it, it all translates.
0: It does, it does. But anyways, uh yes, it is the Dix, Dixie Vodka 400. Uh, the Homestead Miami track is a mile and a half around. A couple hundred laps around this dictates the 400 miles of the race. So, once again, laps led, fastest laps, all that stuff is going to factor into the mix again. Finishing positions may not, I mean, they're going to obviously help you, they never hurt you, but... Uh, if we see this race get strung out, it may be difficult to pass. It may be difficult to pick up track positions. But damn it, Cody, if we've seen anything over the last few weeks, never count out anything that's nuts. Uh, we see everything from Kyle Larson getting spun out in early in the race to you know Christopher Bell getting taken out. Like yeah, there's been a lot of madness that's been happening over the last few weeks. So never count that out of any race.
1: Yeah, exactly. And, yeah, I mean, just again, to to set it up for you, we got, uh, you know, this is the second race of the round of eight. Joey Logano has won. He won last week, so he's locked into the final four. Seven other drivers vying for those last three spots. Um, And if you win, you're in. So these guys are gunning for it. They don't want to have to go to Martinsville. Worry about points racing. Worry about a failure. Worry about getting wrecked. Worry about any of that stuff. Get locked in and start focusing on Phoenix, Joey Logano and his team have a huge advantage already because they are already working on that Phoenix car. Doesn't matter what happens these next two weeks. Um, so everybody else wants to do that. And I mean, this is it. It's obviously we've seen the the tension, everything is ramped up to the absolute max. There's only three races left in the season. Your final chance to a, advance in the championship. If you're out of the championship, get another win get momentum building going you know as we head towards next season already um and so yeah these guys are all you know it's uh every everybody's is maxed out right now and uh and for you know ready to get done with the season ready to to get to the end but also knowing there's only a couple left to uh to show what you got for this season
0: you ever work on a long project at work like that takes months or even weeks and and you get to the end of that project and you know that it's almost time for it to be turned in and done and over, right? I don't know what it is about those final 2 or 3 weeks of that project but you hate everybody, you hate what's going on, you just want to be home. Like you enjoy the work sometimes? but even that kind of grates on your nerves after a while. I got to imagine that after a long season like this for NASCAR drivers, they are ready for this to be done. They're done seeing the stupid faces that they see every day in the garage. They just want to be done and either win this championship or be home eating nachos until February.
1: Yeah. And this hasn't been a season like other seasons where a guy like, you know, Kyle Larson is winning 10 races or a guy like Kevin Harvick is winning nine races the season before. Like, These guys have been struggling week in and week out. One week it's good things, one week it's bad things. You know, this goes wrong, that goes wrong. You know, guys losing wins, you know, when they had the best car all day, wrecks, you know, injuries costing guys seasons and careers, and everything has been stressed to the max. NASCAR and the drivers have kind of been butting heads and going back and forth on the safety issue on this, on that we've seen a lot of penalties handed out now you got a suspension above a wallace like it just seems like everything is cranked all the way up to the top and everybody is just on edge and like you said this this project this experiment of the first year with this car is almost to the end we're almost there we just got a few more races to to get it out of our system but i think it's going to be a fun week we talked about it a little bit in the the betting show these guys are going to be running right on the wall a weekend it's going to make it exciting racing, going to make fun racing. Hopefully the passing is good. We've seen the passing at, at the mile and a half be better this year than it has in the past. Not always necessarily the best, but uh, this has been a track that's provided great racing in the past. So I have high hopes for for this weekend's race.
0: 33 laps complete of this 36-lap season, and they've been running in the red all damn race. So, uh, again, tempers are going to fly, but we are going to give you drivers that we think should uh, stay reasonably safe, Uh, knock on every piece of wood that you've got around you, uh, in this race and, and names that uh, have done well here before. So uh, again, as we always do, we'll give you two high-priced drivers, high-priced drivers, two mid-tier drivers, and two value drivers for your lineups. Cody, let's uh, let's start digging in, man. Let's give him a high-priced driver, shall we?
1: Yeah, I'm going to kick it off. And actually, uh, I'm, I'm going to jump down just a little bit from not necessarily going all the way to the top of the board Uh, So Tyler Reddick is all the way at the top of the board. Kyle Larson up there. They're 10,900, 10,800. I'm going to take a a little bit of a drop down here to 9,600 for for my higher price guy and go with Ross Chastain. Man, he's been getting it done. We've talked about him so much earlier in the season, and then there was a point of time where we stopped talking about him. We didn't want to touch him. You know, things were kind of up and down, and he kind of went through a lull in this season that... He's going back up the hill right now, and I think he's got a very good shot to punch his ticket into the final four. Um, both like him to win this weekend. We talked about that on the betting show. Uh, you beat me to the document, and I put him in there as one of my winners anyways because that's how much we both believe in this guy. You saw it last week. He was fast, 23 fastest laps, 63 laps led. That race was five laps shorter. He would have ended up in victory lane, smashing the watermelon, Uh, They're definitely going to have some watermelons on hand this weekend, uh, just in anticipation of a, a possible celebration. But we've seen it from Chastain, especially on the intermediate tracks lately. I talked about second at Vegas last week. He led 68 laps. Both the Kansas races, he finished seventh. He was 15th at Charlotte, but he led 153 laps in that race. Third at Las Vegas in the first race there, leading 83 laps. So he's been getting it done. He's been fast. I've heard a lot of talk this week about, um, they just tested here two, three weeks ago. I think it was, um, that they had a, you know, a, a test where they brought all the teams out and Trackhouse wasn't, didn't test that great. So a lot of people kind of talking about, oh, maybe we're not going to see much from Trackhouse. house. I hope people keep sleeping on them because that will make him a bit of a different play. Again, he's kind of at the bottom tier of the top tier guys. So maybe he sneaks under the radar a little bit, but what we've seen from Chastain lately, he's got me fully back on board um i'm not so much worried about people wrecking him anymore mostly because everybody forgot they were mad at him but also because we just saw bubble wall suspend him for wrecking somebody so you're not going to see that with with this anymore i mean it, you know and we're down to the end here guys like denny hamlin who you know have been so mad at him has 85 other enemies at this point and he's still trying to get in the final four as well and get his first championship so ross Chastain 9600 um i absolutely love that for a play this week uh, he's, yeah, he's definitely a guy I know that we're both high on.
0: Well, first of all, pat yourself on the back because you beat me into the document this time and that was going to be my driver. So, uh, yeah, well, good on you for beating me to it.
1: But- I figured I raced, <laughs> I raced into the documents today cause, uh, I had some stuff I do not want you to steal from me.
0: <laughs> I see. That's what I'm saying. We've been doing this too long. Uh, so look, and that, and I think that goes without saying, cause I, I actually, uh, I, I thought about it yesterday when we were doing the betting episode and I just, for whatever reason, didn't say it as far as, yeah, you're absolutely right. Now with this wrecking issue going on, you aren't going to see any retaliation. Like, and this is already gone. I mean, we're already a couple of months past it. I know Denny was like, you know, Hey, when the time's right, the time's right. Well, the time has passed now. Like we're, we're done. I mean, with three races left, there's no other time to retaliate because now you've seen what retaliation does. And there's just, there's
1: too much on the line now. Like none of these guys want to risk getting bounced, you know, for these last two races, getting a big penalty that keeps them out of the final four. Like nobody, everybody, like we just talked about, everybody's so on edge. Everything is so strung out right now. People are just going to want to back down, run their races and not. I don't even think that's on anybody's mind anymore that they were mad at him. We've seen guys go through these spats where they, you know, get into it. They have these scuffles and then everything's fine a couple of weeks later and stuff like that. I'm not saying that Denny and Ross are hanging out on the watermelon farm, but, uh, (laughs) You know, I, I think that that that's all not a concern anymore.
0: It's not worth trying to settle a score from July. Like, nobody cares right. anymore. It's, we're yeah. done.
1: Yeah, you might get him, like, race two, race three next year. You could see something like that where, you know, he's not expecting it anymore. It's kind of going away, and they'll find the old footage from last year when they had the issues. But at this point, too much on the line, too much at stake. Uh, so that
0: is of zero concern to me anymore. Sneaking up with a sledgehammer. Um, all right, well, look, my high price guy, then, since I can't take the one that I really want, I'm going to go on the flip side of that, and I'm going to give you Sir Dennis Hamlin uh, because he, obviously, we just talked about uh, how much he needs to get into this next round, uh, not just to expel the demons that him and Ross Chastain uh, built up over the course of the season, but at $10,600, he's definitely a high price driver for a reason why the dude starts on the pole. Literally just starts on the pole here. It doesn't It doesn't really matter. Five times in a row, six out of the last seven, the guy started on the pole in Homestead, Miami. I mean, I, I gave that out. Spoiler alert is one of the bets <clears throat> in the betting episode because it's happened for five years in a row. Got to happen for a six-year in a row as well. But he's also led laps here as well, uh, and that's what you're looking for, obviously, in a DFS lineup. Um, he actually in 2020, the 2020 race started from the pole surprise, surprise, but he led 137 laps and won that race as well. So again, he's definitely knows his way around this track. He's been running well, uh, lately actually. And in fact, he's been inside the top 10 in six of his last seven races, uh, including back-to-back second place finishes at Darlington and Kansas. Um, last week he was actually 31st from the grid. And ended up crossing the finish line in fifth. Can you imagine the type of day uh, that was for Sir Dennis? If you had him in your or uh, your DFS lineup, I'll tell you exactly what that amounted to: sixty-nine points. If you got there, nice, nice. <laughs> so there, thirty-first <laughs> place finish or start fifth place finish. Jesus Christ! I. <laughs> uh, results in sixty-nine points. He was eleven thousand one hundred that day. So thankfully, he. He got all of those place differential points to make up for you uh, but the the week before at the Roval started 34th uh, 24th rather finished 13th for 41 points 43 points at the old Yellowwood 500 so again we know that Denny's a, a good DFS play uh, and, and definitely finishing well enough in the last few races to warrant his price especially since it feels like it's at a discount now at 10600 considering what he's done in the past year
1: Yeah, and again, uh, Larson and uh, Reddick are going to be very, very popular this weekend. Reddick, I think, more so than anyone else. But So Denny kind of gives you that top option that's just underneath these guys. Again, he's going to be overlooked for that reason. If you go back and look through his points scored here recently, you take out the super speedways and the road courses, just outstanding weeks, week in and week out on regular oval tracks by Hamlin. Not let a a massive amount of, of laps or anything like that. But he's been up in the front. He's been in the mix. He's been getting good results, getting some laps led and some fastest laps sprinkled in there. And I think that can pay off. And again, a guy like that, you, you can't hold him down forever. He's going to have those races. We've seen how absolutely amazing he can be in the playoffs. We talked about this before, but until he gets to the final four, for whatever reason, he can't get it done. But throughout the rest of the playoffs, each and every year, he is so good, and I mean, what better time than to get a win this weekend and lock himself into that Final Four and get ready to try and get his first championship. Um, you know, there's eight guys left, and only two of them have won a championship before with Joey Logano, which, just a little fun fact I heard today, Joey Logano has made the uh, Final Four, five. the last five times he's made it have all been in even-numbered years, so 2022, 2020, 2018, 2016, 2014. So yeah, whatever for whatever. It's like Alabama when they were winning like the national championship every other year or whatever for a while. Uh but but yeah, back to Denny Hamlin. Great play. Uh I expect a lot from him this week. We've seen those Toyotas be fast on these intermediates. Uh you know, we've seen it with his cars at Kansas winning both of those races in the 2311 camp. Um and so I expect him to be good again this week. And again, I think his ownership is going to be a little bit lower because the Redick and Larson right above him are such sexy options at this type
0: of track. Yeah, you'll definitely separate yourself in some of the larger GPPs if you uh, end up taking uh, Sir Dennis Hamlin. Uh, All right, we're going to come back after the break, break down some mid-price drivers for you for your DFS slate. Let's first tell you about WinBet. I want to ask you, are you thinking of joining WinBet? Well, if you are, now is the perfect time because new customers who bet $100, you're going to get a $100 free bet. And, of course, if you're looking to join the WinBet Biggest Winners Club, whoever hits the biggest parlay on WinBet odds-wise gets a $1,000 free bet. Here's a quick story. Last week, the winner of the Biggest Winners Club was a New York better. <clears throat> Guy hit a plus. 1566 parlay. That is plus 15066 parlay. All on live money line, wagering $110.40 to win $16,743.56. Win is truly hashtag. DGEN's only so much to choose from. And all you got to do is head over to com slash winbet. Always got to let them know that we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-I-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Cody, we pride ourselves on giving out some long shot bets, but that parlay, man. And whew, 16,000 Ooh. bucks off 110. Yes, please. Yeah, that's. uh I've hit some big ones in my day, but not, not quite that big yet. Uh, we're getting there. That's that's not just steak, buddy. That, that's Wagyu. That's Wagyu that's, beef uh, right there.
1: That's buying a boat or something money right
0: there. <laughs> Indeed. Oh, I got to remind you that offer subject to change. Terms of Condition at You got to be 21 or older and present in the state where play through Wembet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Got to put that out of the way. Make sure, you know, disclaimer. That's
1: incredible uh, fine print reading
0: right there. Hey, thank you're you. so good at that. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Flawless. Yeah, well, uh, the fine print is where people get you, right? So <laughs> that's, I wasn't in radio sales for nothing. Uh, <laughs> all right. Speaking of fine print, uh, these names are not in fine print. And I, I, I see you and I went on different ends of the, of the mid-priced uh, tier this time. I, you kind of took mine as well here. So I went lower. Ah,
1: so you were trying to steal my guy that I've been on for weeks now. I see how it is. I know you, uh, Eric Jones, seventy nine hundred again. He's he's a little bit on the higher end of the mid tier, but but not too high. Uh, I have been loving this guy lately. He has been a stable in my bets. He's been a stable in the DFS, and I'm not going to quit him yet now because he keeps doing it. Had him at a top ten at plus three hundred last week. He finished eighth at Las Vegas. He was sixth at Texas. Um, Obviously, he had the win back at Darlington, uh, eighth at Michigan, fourth at Nashville, third at California in the spring. So he has been having some very solid runs on these intermediate tracks um, and scoring good points. I mean, last week, starts 22nd, finishes eighth, 50 points at a $7,100 salary. He's up to 79 this week, so they adjusted for sure, but paying off the week before at the Roval. Starts 26, finishes 11th, 50 points. Talladega, guess how many he scored? 50 points. That's three 50-pointers in a row. The week before that, Texas, oh, 65.6. Again, this guy has just been super solid. Um, You go back to Darlington, he had 68. You go back to the Glen, he had 55. Um, Back at Pocono, 58 uh, at the brickyard 48 at Michigan 39. So he's just delivering with very few. Richmond is the one blemish here. Uh, he had a very good start that day and got caught up in a wreck and didn't finish well. So he cost you quite a few points there, but you can get very good value on Jones and it doesn't really matter where he starts. Cause you know, some of these starts are in the twenties. Some of them are in the teens. The finishes have been there. He's been running well, Week in and week out, especially on the intermediates. That's where I've specifically noticed the Eric Jones trend. It paid off last week, both in DFS and in betting with the top 10. Um, They dropped his top 10 odds to plus 180 this week. Spoiler alert, took that one as well because I still think it's worth it. I think we're going to see another good performance from Eric Jones. Um, He can have himself up there in the mix with a good solid finish for you. And at this price, he's again just too good to pass up. Yeah, he went up eight hundred dollars from last year, last week's salary, but it doesn't matter to me. I'm still going to blame.
0: You know what's funny is that you look at his his price. Uh, you were talking about his his price points being seventy one hundred, seventy four hundred. The guy was consistently scoring at least fifty points, right? Sixty six uh, over there in uh, in Texas, right? And then he his price rose to eighty three hundred at Talladega. Kind of, kind of figured that because that is uh, restrictor plight, and I know everybody priced up for that because of the madness. But then after a a sixth place finish, his price dropped all the way down to seventy four hundred dollars uh, at the Roval, and then to seventy one hundred dollars in Vegas last week. So the dude's literally scoring you the same amount of points, yet he's continuing to fall in price. Granted, yes, they adjusted, but they only adjusted to eight hundred dollars more. So you yeah, gotta get that. Enough. <laughs> yeah, seven times the the investment, that's yeah, that's outrageous. Uh, so definitely yep. scoop that up. I like that.
1: Yep, Eric Jones is a smash for me this weekend. And really, it doesn't matter where he starts. Even if he starts up in the top five, I think he can score a good enough finish for you. And actually, if he does, that's going to keep people off of him because they're going to feel like, well, there's no place differential. But if he gets a good finish, it's the, the place differential won't matter. It'll wash it out anyways. Uh, so I'm on Eric Jones no matter where he starts this weekend.
0: Indeed. Well, I will give you another Eric, and that is Eric Almirola, the driver of the number 10 Stuart Haas vehicle. Uh, look for Eric Almirola; you you almost can get away with this because people are like, "Who?" Uh, uh, still, I mean, it's it's Eric Almirola, but yet still people decide they want to they want to fade him, and and it's not for completely bad reasons. I mean, it's not like he's finishing inside the top 10 every single week. In fact, it's not even that he's finishing in the top 15 every single week, but. When he does, he pays off. And, in fact, last week in Vegas wasn't a terrible week for him. He scored you 33 points, but he was only $6,700. So you're getting uh, just shy of five times what you're what you're paying for him. Uh, but the Roval started 37th, finished 15th, and uh, had two fast laps for 51 points at $6,400. Uh, and then uh, at, at Talladega, a fourth-place start, 14th-place finish, but he still got you 30 points because he led 36 laps in that race, and he was $6,900. Uh, so again, you know, he, he's capable of, of ripping off some decent uh, DFS days for you, and lately he's been able to do that, at least scoring you 30 to, you know, 30 somewhere in that vicinity. And at 60, well, at $6,700, 30 points is is okay, considering what's beneath him uh, in, in, the, in the column where you get guys like, Joe, John Hunter, Nemechek, Ty Gibbs, Ty Dillon, uh, Harrison Burton, Gilliland, LaJoy, Castle, where, like, underneath him is all Ick. Stenhouse, Haley, you know? I- I'll take my chance on Almirola, who, you know, is quietly getting you decent DFS days.
1: Yeah, absolutely. A very unsexy name. I, I mean, nobody is on Eric Almirola, hardly ever, um, you know, and... and- he, he's still in Stuart Haas racing equipment. I get that the results aren't necessarily there. I'm going to make another case for another Stuart Haas guy uh, coming up here in a minute. But for the price point you're getting him at, this is too cheap for for this tier of equipment. And we've seen Eric. He's not a bad driver. He can get you good results. He can still win. He won a race last year at New Hampshire. So he can still get it done. And he's going to have boom days for you. So especially in GPPs, he's a very solid Again, pivot play, not going to be very popular. Um, so, yeah, I like this one as well. All right. So we have
0: filled out your high price and your mid-tier drivers. When we come back from the break, we're going to set you up with some value plays for your DFS slate. But before we do, let's tell you about No House Advantage is changing the game by offering the most dynamic fantasy sports platform available today. Go play Pick'em Contest versus other people for the shot at winning $250,000 or more in cash. Download the app, choose a contest, select your player props, earn points for correct picks and climb that leaderboard for your shot at winning big money every single day. You can also test your skills versus the house and 20 times your entry if you hit all your picks. Bet it up to five player props, over, unders, or individual player matchups across every major sports league, including NFL, NBA, MLB, PGA, MMA, and NASCAR. Sign up with the promo code now at SGPN at NoHouseAdvantage.com or download the app on the App Store to get a first deposit matchup to $25. Make sure to check out No House Advantage today and experience daily fantasy sports redefined because it's not just how you play but also, where are you playing? You won't want to miss out on this. Well, I missed out on learning Spanish as a kid. I, I, you probably heard the story already that I told my grandma that uh, I was not, in fact, capable of learning Spanish at five years old and that I didn't want to learn the language. Uh, but I, I missed out on doing that. And now I really, truly regret it because uh, I, I missed out on a lot of stuff uh, by, by not being able to speak Spanish. But... It's not too late for me, and it's not too late for you if there is a language out there that you regret not learning because we have babble babble is the language learning app that sold more than 10 million subscriptions and thanks to babble's addictively fun and easy bite-sized language lessons you can finally learn and cross off learning whatever that language was off of your list for me it's probably english too with babble you only need 10 minutes to complete a lesson so you can start having real life conversations in a new language in as little as three weeks those other language learning apps out there (laughs) they use ai for their artificial intelligence why for their lessons plan? babble their lessons were created by over 150 real-life, real-breathing language experts and voiced by actual people as well, native speakers of the language, not computers their teaching methods is scientifically proven to be effective and with babel you can choose from 14 different languages including spanish french italian and german plus babel speech recognition technology helps to improve your pronunciation and accent so many ways to learn with babel in addition to lessons you can access podcasts games videos stories and even live classes plus it comes with a 20 day money back guarantee so start your new language learning lesson journey today with Babbel right now, get up to 55% off your subscription when you go to babbel.com slash SGP. That's babbel.com slash SGP for up to 55% off your subscription. Babbel, language for life. If you watch football, you listen to this show, you listen to anything on the SGP, and you probably do. Well, you need Fubo TV. Fubo TV gives you complete coverage of college and pro football with NFL Red Zone Plus games in 4K at no extra charge you want over a hundred channels of live sports and entertainment for a fraction of the price of cable you know where to go watch on all your devices never miss a game or an episode of your favorite shows with the included clouds cloud-based dvr plus no contract no commitment you can cancel at any time right now you can try fubo tv free for seven days and get 15 percent off your first month just go to fubotvcom sgp that's f-u-b-o-t-v.com slash s-g-p Throw out a lot of stats here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, whether it's here, whether it's on the NFL, whether it's on the CFL, wherever it is, we need lots of stats. We need lots of research. We need to do a lot of comparisons across the different kinds of books. Well, before, we used to have to have a ton of apps or a ton of tabs open on our browser. Not anymore. We just go to OddsTrader.com. What's OddsTrader? It's a place to compare odds from across all the major sportsbooks. Plus, you can compare different sign-up codes, too, and promotions from sportsbooks so you can get the best deal every time. App provides player statistics, key game stats, injury reports, projected game day weather. It's going to make you the most informed better in the world. It's also got a bet tracker so you can keep records of all your games and betting activity. Again, handicapping, play-by-play updates, live scores, and bet tracking, player statistics, Key game statistic, projected game day weather, even, and that bet tracker as well. It's all right there waiting for you at oddstrader.com slash blue wire. Oddstrader.com slash blue wire. Oddstrader. It's the number one site for all of your game day bets. All right, Cody, let's save some folks some salary, give a little salary relief with our. I, I, I dare call both of these guys bargain bin uh, drivers, but, you know. You're you're not shopping for these guys at the high end Nordstroms. These guys are your Coles um, drivers, I suppose.
1: Speaking of Coles, let's go with Coles Custer. Uh, <laughs> he's going to be my first play. That was a horrible transition, but we're going to go with it anyway. Beautiful,
0: beautiful. Fifty
1: <laughs> uh, five hundred, uh, or as I as I put him in the in the document, cold custard. That's what I like to call him. Uh, very very unsexy name. Um, in Custer, uh, but he absolutely dominated this place when he was in the Xfinity series. Uh, he made four starts there. His first start, I think was like 17th, but then he finished first, second and second, uh, winning, a uh, Xfinity series championship. in one of those years when the championship race was there, um, but just dominated this race when he was in the Xfinity. And then on the cup side of things at this track, he's finished 22nd and 23rd. In his only two starts there. Yes, that's not super sexy finishes, but those are good, solid finishes. And when you're going going down this cheap, again, you know, you look at some of these guys that, that are around him all the way down here in this range, a Harrison Burton, a Todd Gilland, Corey LaJoy, Cody Ware, BJ McLeod, JJ Yaley. Most of those guys don't offer you the upside of that top 25, maybe even better finish like Custer does. Um, so I'm, I'm going with Custer this week. Uh, I feel like he's been solid enough again, nothing too sexy, but if you look back over his, his previous few finishes here, 20th the 24th, the 21st, yeah, there's a 35th in there, but then you get an eighth place finish. He does have the upside of some of these better finishes. You got a 22nd and a 14th, a 16th and 11th. There's a ninth couple of ninth place finishes farther on back down the list of, of his season. So he's in equipment that can win. It's, Stuart Haas has three wins on the season with Chase Briscoe and Kevin Arvik. Yes, better drivers. I get it. But he's in the same type of equipment. It has the ability to do good things. And Custer's been good at this track. Also, we talked about it, I think, on the recap show. Gene Haas was at the race last weekend and said he wants Custer back in the 41 for next year. Then he went on to say, Tony Stewart, three-time NASCAR champion and co-owner with Gene Haas, doesn't want cole custer back you think custer hasn't heard this by now so you know if tony stewart who co-owns your car three-time nascar champion and legend of the sport doesn't want you back next year because he wants a different guy that's not even in the cup series right now that that was previously in the cup series but isn't now in ryan priest hopefully that lights some type of fire under you and maybe custer comes out this week and You know gets a good finish and says hey look uh, i know i'm not kevin harvick or even chase briscoe at this point but i can still run solid in these cars and again 5500 is just so cheap for such an elite level team car to be at such a low price
0: that meme with the uh, the guy with his girlfriend and that other girl walking by that that's that's exactly the yeah hundred yeah, percent that's exactly <laughs> that's what Tony's this is right now. Tony Stewart's <laughs> over there looking at the other looking driver at Ryan, <laughs> Priest. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan Priest Ryan Priest or not landing as uh, Cole Custer uh, that that's the meme I love it. Um, yeah, you're although you're making the the Discord channel very happy. There's a lot of Cole Custer fans up in there.
1: yeah yeah I know Paul he's a big uh, big Custer guy he's, he's always got money on him and rooting for him. So here's your week. This is, this is his chance to shine.
0: Indeed. Speaking of somebody's chance to shine, uh, he's not going to shine, but at the very least he's uh he's not going to lose you any points, which is what we've talked about a lot in this DFS show. It's very simple and very easy for a, a NASCAR driver to lose you points. It just takes uh starting up front and getting completely demolished out of the race. Uh, and then you're stuck with a negative point, but When you talk about Landon Castle on that number 77 Collegar Racing Machine, look, you look up and down his entire span and and work, you may see some single-digit numbers, but what you don't see is a negative number anywhere in his game log, which means he is turning in uh, finishes that are not losing you points, and in fact, in some cases, really doing well for you in in the mix. Uh, What we talk about last week, it wasn't a great week for him. He started 32nd. Did not improve at all in his position. Finished 32nd. Good for a nine-point fantasy day. So hopefully you didn't uh, load up on Landon Castle last week. But if you did the week before, uh, then you were actually quite happy in the fact that you got 58 points. I'm sorry, not the week before because he didn't race the Roval, but he did race at Talladega. You were happy. 58 points. He started 33rd, finished 11th. So, again, that was a 58-point day for you. His salary at that point, $5,800. All right, you're not going to get a 58-point day out of him every single week. But you can expect 30s. He got 33 uh, the week before at Texas, uh, 33 at Bristol. So in the races that he's been in, he's been giving you 25, 22. He got 73 points for you at the uh, the Coke Zero Sugar at the Daytona International 500. Uh, you know, that that's, that's pretty good, right? Finishing fourth in that race as well. Again, he's not going to get you that every time. But I'd be happy with 30 or 40 points out of Landing Castle, and it seems like something that could be done. Look back at what he's done here again—not stellar finishes, but he started 33rd uh, in 2019, finished 28th. Of course, this is all in the double zero, or the last couple was in the double zero. Um, he hasn't been in, in the best equipment up until now, but you know, uh, started 37th or 32nd, finished 31st the year before. 28, 23rd, 32nd, 21st. You know, he's climbed the ladder, but Landon Castle down there at like $4,000, $4,800. You're not expecting much out of him. Hopefully you get something out of him.
1: Yeah, exactly. There's very, very high floor as far as he's not lost you any points at all this season. And there is a little bit of a ceiling there where he, you know, he's got the opportunity to get a good solid, like we just talked about with Custer, get in the top 25, get in the top 20 even. You talk about motivation. Guess what? He just lost his job this week because Ty Dillon is going full-time in that car next year. So now Lannon Castle doesn't have a ride next year. He's already only part-time this year needs to make, he's still got a full-time ride in Xfinity series. Yes. um, But still wants to capitalize and show what he can do in a cup car when he's given the chance so that if somebody else comes along with an opportunity, he's got it there to, to give to them. So yeah, I I like this one as well. Um, Again, we don't necessarily say to just like set this type of lineup and forget it, but using these guys to build your lineups, you got 4,900 left after you play all these guys. So
0: <laughs> a lot of
1: room to play in there, get some Kyle Larson, who we both like, get some Tyler Reddick, even though he's going to be popular, it's going to be for a good reason. Um, so yeah, plenty, plenty of room to, to mess around in, in that area. And again, we'll see where guys start. Um, but a lot of times, A lot of these guys that we talk about doesn't necessarily fully matter where they start. Yes, again, if these two guys or these six guys line up first through sixth, don't play them all because it's not going to work out for you and it's not going to happen anyways. But, you know, even if a guy like Eric Jones starts up front, you can still play him for for those types of reasons. You know, a guy like Denny Hamlin has a bad qualifying effort. That's even more of a reason to play him because you get the place differential as well. So uh, I think these are some pretty solid plays going into the weekend.
0: I feel good about all of them. And who are they again? Well, Cody's pick for as the most expensive driver, well, not most expensive driver, but the expensive driver that he picked is uh, Ross Chastain at $9,600, which I co sign a thousand percent on Ross Chastain. Feel like this is a good day for that one car. Uh, I'm giving you Sir Dennis Hamlin at $10,600. Once again, feel like that 11 car. I I like ones. One, one, one. Yeah, I like them this week. Uh, Eric Jones breaking the trend at $7,900. Eric Almarola, half of a one, uh, $6,700. Cole Custer has a one in there, 41, uh, at 5, lot $5,600. <laughs> Landon Castle. I think we bet on Ross Chastain, huh? I know, right? <laughs> uh, Landon Castle, if you squint, they look like ones in the 77 at $4,800. <laughs> uh, round <laughs> out your drivers. But, yeah, this will be fun. Uh, again, a lot of hard racing to, to be done this weekend. And just we have not seen the last of the utter chaos that has ensued over the last month.
1: Yes, I'm uh, very, very excited for this one. I think it's going to be another one, another action packed week. As we've talked about on the podcast again this week, uh, there has not been a shortage of storylines, shortage of stories around NASCAR. I fully expect the same thing again this week. So make sure you tune into the, the recap show next week. Break it all down for you again. Maybe there won't be any fighting this week, but uh, I'm sure there will be some some exciting storylines. Maybe we get a second driver that uh, punches his ticket to Phoenix to battle for a championship.
0: Hopefully. I'd love to see it. Um, all right. Well, Cody, let's uh, wrap up this episode and the week of NASCAR Gambling Podcast as we send everybody off to set their bet cards, to set their DFS cards. Go ahead and uh, tell everybody where they can find you on social media.
1: Yes, you can find me on Twitter at Husker underscore Zeeb. Um, I'll have a DFS article for NASCAR coming out. Got some of the same plays. A couple other guys to keep your eye on too, so uh, make sure you check that out. F1 DFS uh, article will be coming out. We got the F1 Gambling Podcast that we're actually going to go record here shortly, so make sure you check that out as well. Um, we've we've had some good success over there. You hit a 12-1 to winner a couple of weeks ago, um, so a lot of fun stuff there. If you didn't listen to the betting episode yet, make sure you go back and listen, but also bet a lot of money on Noah Gregson to win on Saturday because it's gonna happen just want to reiterate that uh but yeah so yeah follow me on twitter at us underscore zeb let's uh let's let's make some money this weekend in betting and in dfs
0: and have fun because kids everything should be fun in life especially betting and dfs and watching nascar uh, i know we get tied into a lot of it but uh you know Remember, it's all supposed to be fun. Speaking of fun, join us in the Discord sgpn slash Discord. Especially once qualifying happens and everybody's the field is set, that's where a lot of the discussions go down. Because that's where we start to figure out exactly where to where to bet and where to everything uh, based on what we know. Then follow me line on line
1: changes and stuff too. Exactly last week, line changes in there. Like last week, we got Josh Berry eighteen to one after we gave him out on the podcast ten to one. He moved to eighteen to one. Gave him out again in there on that, so I know some people got down on that, so make sure you're in there.
0: Yep, don't miss out on free money, folks. It's steak, man. You want Wagyu? Listen to the show. Follow me on Twitter at Gomez Link in the bio to everything I got going on, whether it's here, whether it's Sportsbook Review, whether it's in between media, all that stuff. Find that link in my bio at Gomez. Well, we're at Homestead, folks. Another race in the playoffs, so enjoy it. Let's go racing and let it Ride! Yeah.